Top of the top episode 198 Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute. And just an episode, something topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. All streaming platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Subscribe, leave comments, leave reviews, feedback. All greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everyone had a safe week, a safe weekend for the past two weeks, actually, because I took last week off. And thank y'all once again for tuning in. So let's get to these topics. This past weekend, we had a wrestling event. We're back into the wrestling world this week. We had the Royal Rumble event. One of the events I always tell people, if you a casual watcher of wrestling or haven't watched it in some months, maybe some years, Royal Rumble always a good time to just jump back in, top of the year. You're going to see most of the active superstars at the event, so... This event, I always say, it's a good time just to check out. And, you know, the Royal Rumble, you never, well, in some cases, I'll say, you never know what could happen. But, yeah, they had that event over the weekend. I was watching that Saturday in combination with some basketball games as well. So, this past weekend, I was just in, you know, I catched up on some shows, and I had the Royal Rumble event. So, going into this event, I was more interested in storylines than I were actual matches. I think... It was probably two matches where I was like, I really don't know what's about to happen. It was the Bray Wyatt LA Knight match, which I was quickly reminded of not to get excited for Bray Wyatt matches again. I'm going to talk about that. And the Women's Royal Rumble match because I think they said before the show, for the 30 women Royal Rumble match, only seven women were like confirmed to be in. So I was wondering where they're going to go with that. But in all actuality, it was more storyline in terms of the men Royal Rumble match. And, of course, the main event, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns, about to get into all that right now. And like I always say, it's more about the storylines and business aspect for me when it comes to wrestling nowadays. I don't watch it really for the in-ring because I know the in-ring ability that these guys have and these women have are just, you know, incredible these days. So, yeah, I just watch it for the storylines. That's like me saying, yo, I'm watching the basketball game for – to see what shoes they wearing. Like I don't watch I don't watch wrestling because of the wrestling aspect of it. I know it sounds weird, but if you know, you know. So let's get to the event. They started off the event with the 30 man Royal Rumble match going into this. I think it was like a hundred percent chance that everybody knew Cody Rhodes was going to win this match. But my thing is once again, I just want to know how they're gonna tell the story of Cody Rhodes winning this match. To start off though, they had Gunther and Sheamus start number one and number two, and I thought that was dope because they put on probably the best match last year at Clash at the Castle, so it was good to see them run that back for the time being. They both lasted a great while. Gunther, who came in at number one, he was the last person eliminated from the match by Cody Rhodes, so that was great storytelling, and honestly, y'all, from what I got from the 30-man Royal Rumble match, it told me more about Gunther than anybody. He's the Intercontinental, he's the Intercontinental Champion at the moment, and he just looked dominant, man. He looked dominant. And then when you think about it, everybody else in the match who has a tag team partner, their partner came in. So it was like, you know, oh, they got the upper hand because they got their tag teams in the match. Gunther partners in Imperium, they didn't even show up to the Royal Rumble match. So he was in the solo dolo the whole time. And this showed me way more about him than anybody else on the roster right now. And just a quick spoiler alert, I got him probably winning the title 
if not by SummerSlam, the damn near sometime during the year. Honestly, I don't care who the champion is. I got Gunther possibly being one of the champions because I don't know how they're going to do undisputed title or whatever. But I got Gunther winning the top dog belt sometime this year after that Royal Rumble uh, showcase that he put on over the weekend. That was just incredible. Uh, they kept a couple storylines going throughout the Rumble match. You had, of course, Judgment Day with Edge. Uh, this whole thing with Dominic and Ray, which I'm just – Please, they can end that, that storyline by this week. I'll be happy. I'm so tired of this Rey Mysterio and Dominic storyline. Just get it over with at this point. Uh, what else? The Cody Rhodes situation. Let's just go ahead and skip to the Cody Rhodes situation because I got a hot take about this. So, Cody Rhodes, like I said before, it was like a 100% chance that, you know, everybody thought he was going to win. Me personally, last year when he came back to WWE after being with AEW, he signed – I had Cody Rhodes possibly beating Roman Reigns for the belts at, like, SummerSlam of last year until he got hurt, right? So, everybody figured that's the storyline they're going to tell. He won the Royal Rumble. He's going to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, right? I'm going to get to that a little bit more later, too, by the way. But a lot of issues I had with this Cody Rhodes Royal Rumble match, right? First, he entered at number 30. He was the last man in. So, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're going to bring him back. And we know he's going to win. So, you bring him back number 30. We have a, we saw that before where somebody who's entered last, you know, they come and they win. Cool. I get that. But you have him come in the match, and Seth Rollins is in the match. And Seth Rollins is the guy that injured him. He had a whole trilogy with Seth Rollins. Uh, he tore his pick, and him and Seth Rollins had, like, a Hell in a Cell match. Great storytelling for that time being, you know, until Cody was hurt and he had to sit out for a while. So, my thing is, okay – Everybody saying, yo, Cody's going to come back. He's going to win. Whoop, whoop. I understand that. But my thing was, well, how are they going to get over this thing with him and Seth? Because I was thinking, I was like, okay, yeah, Seth did say, yeah, I respect Cody now. Whoop, whoop. But after that, he attacked them and basically kept them on the shelf a little bit longer, right? So I'm like, when Cody come back in the Royal Rumble match, like aiming for Seth Rollins, being that that's the guy that technically hurt him and kept him out of competition for some months now. And... <laughs> It came to a point where they was, like, tag teaming together. I'm like, wait a minute. This is the guy that hurt you. When you want to, like, just worry about him for the time being? So, I guess they're saying they're trying to kill that storyline so they can just focus on Cody and Roman. And that was my biggest thing going into it. I'm like, yeah, he's going to face Roman, but don't he got this thing with Seth still? So, that was a head scratcher. This whole thing about Cody being last and Gunther being number one, they having a whole match, really, at the end of the Rumble. Like I said, that told me more about Gunther than it did Cody. I figured, yo, Cody, he's been in this match for, like, Gunther was in the match for like an hour. So I figured Cody would have, somebody would have been eliminated Gunther by now, but they just over, overshadowed, I think, Cody with Gunther, in my opinion. And the main thing with Cody, this even heading into WrestleMania in a couple months with Roman Reigns. With Cody, y'all, I have just, this is a hot take. With Cody Rhodes, I have yet to see it. Personally, I have yet to see it. Yes, he's got a great promo, the great vignettes and all that, but I just watch it and I'd be like, okay, I get it. Like it's a it's a great it's a greatly shot, greatly produced promo. I get it, but respect, all respect with the WWE departure, going into the indies and doing all that, going to AEW. He buried himself in AEW, was like, yo, if I lose a match, I can't never challenge for the world title again. You buried yourself in AEW now. Of course, with this contract with WWE, everybody figured he's going to beat Roman Reigns, but I've just I've, it's to the point where if Cody beat Roman Reigns in April at WrestleMania, I can see Gunther beating Cody at SummerSlam. 
Like that's why I see it. At. Like I don't see it as this grand. Oh my God, Cody Rhodes finally the champion. Like I've yet to see it. I understand his history and everything, y'all. I've yet to see it, and I'm hoping within these next two months they're gonna really showcase it more for me. Because in AEW I haven't seen it. Of course, the Indies, the Indies, but I've I've yet to see it. This whole thing with Seth Rollins last year, I get it, but I gotta see it. These next two months, I gotta see it from booking to promos. I want to see it to the point where, yo, yeah, you can beat Roman Reigns, but <laughs> you got this whole thing with Sami Zayn to where I'm like, yo, I'd rather see the Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns story play out more than Cody getting his moment, honestly. So that's why I'm at with it. That's why I'm at with it. Cody Rose won a 30-man Royal Rumble match. Another thing that was dope, the Logan Paul ricochet spot, that was dope. Uh, what else? Um... That's really all I got for the men's Royal Rumble match. The biggest critique I got for the men's Royal Rumble match, honestly, is I feel like in terms of the wrestlers, a lot of people on the same playing field. Of course, you got Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley doing their thing, but when I saw the the guys coming out, I was like, yo, these are the same people we see every damn week, and nothing has changed. So, yeah, they they making stars, but it seems like everybody's kind of on a even playing field. I'm ready to see who's going to shoot up. And, like, you know, WrestleMania is a two-day thing now, so I'm sure they're going to have storylines and matches that I really don't care about within the next couple months. So, yeah, that's my biggest critique of the Royal, uh, men's Royal Rumble match. It's like you can tell who the bit dogs and you can tell who just floating in the wind at this point. So, but yeah, shout out to Cody, shout out to Gunther. And uh, we'll see with this whole Cody Rhodes thing, man, in the next couple months with Roman Reigns for sure. So the next match we have, L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt. And like I said at the top of the show, I was quickly reminded of our Bray Wyatt, uh, Bray Wyatt matches. Y'all, why do y'all keep putting Bray Wyatt in these gimmicky-ass matches, man? I don't understand it. Now, granted, I'm damn near 30 years old, so when it was like, yo, the pitch black match, and all, I wasn't thinking it's going to be pitch black dark and all that. I figured it was something. You had the Mountain Dew uh, sponsorship. Triple H spoke about that at the press conference, so I understood what it was. But it was basically a glow-in-the-dark match. It was a Bray Wyatt match. L.A. Knight, who I recently started doing research on with his promos, I really like L.A. Knight. In terms of his promos and everything, I really like L.A. Knight. But these Bray Wyatt matches, man, just just come out in the dark like you do. Have the cell phone lights up. That's great. Get in the ring, cut the lights back on, and ring the damn bell. Like, I don't need all these gimmicky-ass matches they do for Bray Wyatt. It made me not like him with The Fiend. I'm like, yeah, The Fiend has great promos and all that, but with the match start, it's a horrible match. And it's the same thing now. I think that was a lot of people's biggest critique about this pitch black match. It's like, yo, why are you giving him these gimmicky-ass matches? Then we get the match, it doesn't deliver. At the end, he had this thing with the, the guy in the crew, Uncle Howie, whatever. I think everybody's saying that's his brother, uh, Dallas, Bo Dallas, but we've yet to see who really it is. He jumped off the top on some Jeff Hardy type shit into like the equipment, whatever it was. But he like missed L.A. Knight by like a mile. <laughs> you see the different camera angles, like, damn, he didn't even get close to the man. So, yeah, L.A. Knight, Bray Wyatt, disappointment. I figured it would be. I was quickly reminded why not to get excited about Bray Wyatt matches. It was his first match, too, by the way, since returning. And, yeah, man, just come out, do the dark shit, ring the bell, cut the lights on, and do a regular match like you used to. That's my biggest thing about Bray Wyatt. Just wrestle like you used to wrestle. You know what I'm saying? So, got that. Uh, next match, Alessa Bliss, Bianca Belair. 
another head scratcher because one, I feel like this storyline could have been over with weeks ago. You just had Bray Wyatt come out and do that to LA Knight. You're trying to get Alyssa Bliss back with Bray Wyatt. So why would you have Alyssa, Alyssa Bliss lose like that in a regular boring match? We love Bianca Belair, but we get into John Cena effect with Bianca Belair. Nobody want to say it, but it's true. Like, she's dominating everybody. We figure she's going to face whoever wins the women's Royal Rumble match, but if not that, then have a damn triple threat match with Bianca, Charlotte, and, uh, spoiler alert, Rhea Ripley. At this point, I mean, yeah, they over – I think they overexposing Bianca at this point. Like, we get it. Everybody loves her, but come on, y'all. Like, the match was unnecessary and the match was boring. I rather saw the Bailey and – be, uh, Becky Lynch steel cage match that was supposed to happen this past Monday rather than that. With all honesty, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but Bianca Belair won, and I'm guessing she's going to face Rhea Ripley, who won the 30 women Royal Rumble match. Uh, my biggest critique about the 30 women Royal Rumble match, yo, they got to utilize <laughs> these women more, man. Like, I think out of all the women that came out last night, Except for Charlotte Flair, because Charlotte Flair wasn't there. But we see Charlotte Flair. Well, she been out, but she just came back. We see Charlotte Flair. We see Bianca Belair. We see Rhea Ripley. We see Damage Control. We see Becky Lynch. We see uh, Mia, Mia Yen for a little bit. We see certain women every week, but the rest of them women, yo, NST. I haven't watched NST in a while, so I didn't know none of them. Michelle McCool, of course, knew her. That's Undertaker wife and a former champion. But a lot of these women, I was like, y'all haven't seen her in weeks or sometimes months. So they got to utilize these women more, in my opinion. Oscar with her, uh, her alter ego, that was dope to see. But, I, I mean, a lot of people had Rhea Ripley winning. I could see it. I saw it happen. It happened. And I'm guessing she's going to uh, challenge Bianca Belair. But I would love to see a triple threat match, if that's possible, with Charlotte, Bianca. I really want to see Charlotte and Bianca go at it, but... We'll see, but after the 30-man Royal Rumble match, it was kind of dull until the main event. Keep in mind, this event lasted about four hours, too, by the way. So, <laughs> after the the men Royal Rumble match, it got kind of dull. Then the main event, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, everybody knew Roman Reigns going to win it. Roman Reigns has been the champion now for like over 800, and eight, eight, uh, like 880 days or some wild shit like that, three years, some crazy numbers. So, shout out to Roman of course, he won, but the storytelling at the end with Sami Zayn, I'm guessing now it's the official start of the bloodline, this whole thing, because Jay Uso and Sami Zayn was beefing at first. Now they cool. Jay Uso left the ring. Sami Zayn hit Roman Reigns in the back with a chair. It was incredible storytelling. It's been incredible storytelling, and I'm on record saying that it's been the best storyline in wrestling for the past year or so. I mean, <laughs> without question. Without question, whoever's number two is a far number two. This is easily the best storyline, which come back to my point, yo, a lot of people are very, very more interested in Sami Zayn beating Roman Reigns rather than Cody Rhodes. And my boy Jake hit me up saying, yo, at this point, they probably got to split the belts. One go, one go to Cody, one go to Sami. My only thing with that would be cool, but people are going to care way more about the Sami Zayn Championship than the Cody Rhodes because no disrespect, but the only storyline I can see them going with the Cody Rhodes situation is yo, I got a royal family in wrestling, you got a royal family in wrestling. I get it, 
But this this Sami Zayn thing, it just unreal at this point. And really, that's the proper storyline to tell to beat Roman Reigns. Because I just said Roman Reigns had the belt for damn near three years. It's going to take more than yo my family dynasty versus your family's dynasty for me to be like, oh, yeah, that's the champion. No, this Sami Zayn thing has everything. Emotion, uh, being crossed by your friends, trusting your family members. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Owens in the midst worked perfectly because him and Sami Zayn got a history together. Everything about this storyline just works perfectly. It's a storyline I can see them taking to WrestleMania, especially with the whole Jay Uso thing, leaving his family in the ring, and him and his brother, the tag champions, Solo, the enforcer. It works perfectly. So I'm very interested to see how they're going to do this. Does Kevin Owens still need to be involved? That's the thing I'm on the fence about. Of course, I believe he is because a lot of people are saying, yo, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn tag up to beat the Usos. But at this point, I mean, Jay Uso seemed like to be, you know, he in the middle. He don't know if he want to go with Sammy or stay with his family. It's just all around, no matter how you put this storyline, all around, it's just a better storyline than what they could even possibly come up with with Cody Rhodes. That's just why I stand at. That's just why I stand at The Rock. If he would have happened, it would have happened cool. If it don't, I'm not worried about it, but... Yeah, man, they got to make me believe this Cody Rhodes thing for the next couple months over the Sami Zayn thing. That's the problem. That's the issue they got right now. This Sami Zayn thing is going to catch a lot of momentum from the fans. And the the one thing you don't want to happen is not have Sami Zayn challenge Roman Reigns and have Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And instead of loud cheering noise, you get kind of the, uh, and we did kind of see that, last, uh, not last night, but a couple of days ago at the Royal Rumble. I didn't hear the biggest pop for Cody Rhodes like everybody claimed they heard. But when that Sami Zayn situation happened, when he hit Roman Reigns in the back, you clearly heard the pop. You clearly heard fans chanting, F you Roman. That was clearest day. So they got the writers, Triple H, they got a lot of work on their hands for the next two months. Because I know I'm not the only one that think that. Clearly, I'm not the only one that think that. I get it. Cody Rhodes signed the contract. I get it. But you done picked up steam with this Sami Zayn. A lot of people, including me, was on record saying, yo, Sami Zayn with the bloodline. Like, yo, y'all just forcing this man to do something. And then you even heard Roman Reigns saying, yo, they had you doing jackass shit with Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> and I done made you this. And, and he's right. It's not like he went out, yo, Sami Zayn, come roll with us. Sami Zayn kind of crept his way in the bloodline situation. So it's like, yo, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with this storyline moving forward. And like I said, the way Cody was booked in the Royal Rumble with Gunther, I'm like, yo, even if Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, I got Gunther beating Cody eventually down the line. <laughs> so I'm very intrigued from a writer's standpoint how they're going to play this situation out. That was some amazing storytelling at the Royal Rumble. I thought they couldn't get no better than what they did at the Monday night 30-year anniversary show, but... What they did at the end of Royal Rumble, that was amazing. That was amazing. It's easily one of the best storylines in wrestling, period. I've witnessed, you know what I'm saying, being able to understand it and all that. Even with the dirt sheets saying what they saying. That's what makes it dope. We know what's happening, but it's the way they telling the story is what's like, yeah, this is how you do it. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what's going on. Like I said, the results again, 30-man. Royal Rumble match, Cody Rhodes. We got Bray Wyatt being L.A. Knight. 
We have Bianca Belair being Alexa Bliss. We got Rhea Ripley winning the women's title. I mean, not the women's title, the women's Royal Rumble match. And we got Roman Reigns beating Kevin Owens. So the road to WrestleMania has begun. The writers, they got a lot of work to do. And like I said, I'm sure by the time WrestleMania get here, it's going to be some matches I could care less about. <laughs> As of right now, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Bloodline, that's really the only thing I'm kind of interested in at this point. L.A. Knight, y'all got to make my boy shake back. He has great promos. <laughs> L.A. Knight got to shake back. Gunther, keep doing what Gunther doing. But outside of those three, I mean, you got to you gotta get the work right or so. Yeah, that was the Royal Rumble. Once again, thank y'all for tuning in. This is episode 198, Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out, have a great work week, a great school week. Stay prayed up, get your money. Stay out the way, drink plenty of water, keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all. Salute.